seven fall DIY projects to save energy. Tis the season. Tis the season. You know, the hairless cat needs a sweater. That's number one. Take it easy on the Texas power <laughs> grid. That's number two. God knows that's important. <laughs> so Ridiculous. number one is going to seem so silly to you, or maybe not to you, but to a lot of people. But I have personal knowledge that this works, and it's ant antiquated knowledge. And number one is to get a door snake. This is so funny that you put this on here because to me, this is so Etsy right now. Mm -hmm. This is so DIY. This is like knitting around a tree type thing. And I have seen these before and I thought they were filled with beans for some reason. Am I right with that? Are they filled yeah, with they beans? They can be filled with beans. They can be filled with rice. Whatever. Um, whatever, you, yeah, whatever you can. And they do keep the draft out. My grandmother used sure. these all the time. Yep. And if you don't want to use a snake, what you can do is a number two thing and work with the weather stripping that is both around your doors and your windows. Yes. Home Depot uh, carries a really large variety of weather stripping depending upon mm -hmm. how your windows close, how your doors close. Uh, they've made that very, very easy to do yourself. And it's so funny because if you can see light, you need to change it. And I know Absolutely. that during a lot of us that have homes that are on pier and beam, this changes seasonally. Uh, and so it is something to definitely watch about and I will be making adjustments to my front door. <laughs> and number three, Jeff, tell us about the number three because so this is interesting. This guys. one threw you a little bit it when did. I was talking about it. So it's, at number three is uh, install foam boards to patio doors. Now that, the, the way that I have seen this done and used is many times in the winter when you've got a door or a window you're not going to be using that you just want to close off because it's leaky. Mm -hmm. You can buy these uh, foam boards at, again, at Home Depot Lowe's mm -hmm. that are half inch thick, three quarter inch thick. And they're, you cut them like a sheet of sheet, uh, like a, uh, a sheetrock sheet or, and you cut it to the size that goes into the space you need. And then there is all weather tape that you can use to seal that off with. And it, it just completely closes that window or door off. And you know, like if you have a garage conversion or something like that, this would also be a really great place to do it because we know that the insulation on those kind of gets a little less. Yeah. Um, insulation around the sleeves on hot water pipes. This to me is one of those things, given February of last year, I think is so important. And I feel like more and more of us that live in Texas are going to take a long, hard look this fall, hopefully. Mm -hmm. I'm sure our insurance companies are hoping we're doing the same thing. And make sure that this is done. Yes, this is such a time saver. Critically important, especially when many of the, uh, the tankless hot water heaters are being mounted on the outside of the house now. It, it is critically. Now, yours was insulated really well. It just didn't have enough insulation to have, you know, stand five days of 18 degree weather. Yeah. So. Neither did my trees. Yeah. So, yeah, great times. Uh, here's one that was very interesting, and you don't see these very often. I feel like they used to be more popular maybe when water heaters weren't as efficient as they are today. That is true. Um, number five is wrap your water heater with a water heater blanket. They do sell these online still. They sell them at Home Depot. The one thing that I would definitely say to make sure you do is get the one that goes for your size mm -hmm. and goes for whether it's electric or it's gas because Huge. they do have different requirements. Yeah, so you can, so that was gonna be my follow-up question. So you can put a blanket around a, a gas fireplace. Absolutely. Or a gas water heater. Yeah, okay. absolutely. The next one is interesting to me because it makes complete sense to me and yet I have never heard anybody talk about it. So the uh, number six is a, an inflatable fireplace plug. And I've got a picture of it for you here. 
Um, what this is, is it's really just like a big balloon that goes up in uh, up into the flue or up into the top of your fireplace and then you blow it up and it seals off that access, that air access. I have to crawl into mine and look at this because I feel like mine is a tiny little circle and I look at that right there and I'd be like, that's too big for my fireplace. Or is it not going into the actual little it's, it's flue? It's not going all the way into the flue. It's just going into the top of the fireplace. The top where cavity? It connects, yeah, where it connects to the flue. This is a great thing because if you think about it, this is also where your cold air is going to be in the summer is going to be sucked out if it's a windy day mm -hmm. and cause... You know, again, everything to work harder and cost you more money to heat and cool your home. And this this one really made sense to me because, you know, for many years, I've lived in my house for 30 years. And for many years, we built wood fires in the fireplace. Yep. And the fire, my fireplace just didn't draw enough that I didn't always have that lingering smoke smell after we really? yeah, burned a fire. So probably for... Oh gosh, probably for 12 to 15 years, I didn't burn a fire in my fireplace because I didn't have gas there. Mm -hmm. And then we had you know, people at Hole in One Plumbing come in and install gas in my fireplace. And it's been me and the dogs. Have Guess who that. has a fire? Who's already had a fire this year? <laughs> this three. <laughs> three. And I got down to 50. And he's like, I got to turn my fireplace nothing on. Nothing quite like getting up. And you don't ask Ranger. I mean, there's nothing quite like getting up. Papa going in, lighting the fireplace, pulling his little blanket around there at the foot of the couch. Y'all are getting a real taste of Jeff Updecker <laughs> right now. I mean, unedited. We're going to wrap this up. The last one is going to be to install an attic stairwell insulator. And I actually have one of these, and I had never seen one before. And it is an enclosure that is your drop-down staircase into your attic. And this thing zips and unzips, and it really does keep heat from either permeating or your cold air from going up. It is really amazing. It's really a great idea. Who knew? Yeah. I mean, I, this is why I always say there are so many building sciences out there that can really change the way it, your house heats and cools and therefore can negative or positively affect your um, utilities. And, you know, I, I also like the fact that people are constantly inventing things to help, mm -hmm. you know, your house was built in the fifties, but it's right? had, yes. So, you know, and it's had some updating to it for yeah. sure. So, but you know, they, before, bef before that, you know, you could stand probably stand under that and feel the heat in the summer. Oh so. yeah. Or a draft like crazy in the winter. You're like, why is there a cold spot in this hallway? Well, I hope that you found that helpful. Uh, if you have any questions about any of these, certainly reach out to us. We would be happy to help you. We hope you'll join us next Wednesday at noon for our episode 158, and we will see you then. And just remember, we want to be realtors for life.